Swapping cryptos should be as easy as clicking a button, right? Well, with services like Changely, that's the point. And Eric Benz, the CEO of Changely, is with us today to discuss making crypto easy to use for the masses, which is what we all want, right? We're also super pumped to be welcoming another Eric, Eric Tippetts of Nasgo, to the show. It's a platform designed to help artists, influencers, small businesses, and small to medium enterprises, retail chains, government entities, and even sovereign nations become tokenized. This is one crypto spotlight you do not want to miss. Swapping tokens and tokenizing names. It's like Kicking ass and taking names only without the ass kicking. It's episode number 282 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? To bad crypto, badcryptopodcast.com. We're talking everything blockchain and the shit coins that you own. What news will get you wrecked? What coins are gonna moon? Just sit back and hold on, you'll get that Lambo soon. Bad crypto, bad crypto podcast. <laughs> uh, cook. Uh, Mr. Travis Wright, you rock. Uh, I don't know about you, but I've been kicking ass. And are you taking names? I don't. I don't. I forgot my pen. There was a there was a gal at a conference that I spoke at recently, and I said to her, "Yep, kicking ass and taking names." And she went, she kicked. She's like she she pretended like you know she pantomimed kicking somebody, and then she looked at that phantom person she kicked, and she said, "What's your name?" I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's that's really funny. Uh, that's funny. Nicely done. I said, "I'm going to steal that. I'm going to use that's that." Good. I like that. I'm going to steal it too. It's ours. Great, great show today, guys. It's uh, Eric and Eric, Changely and the Crypto Spotlight of Nazgo. But first, we want to give a shouter outer to BlueShare. The BlueShare security tokens known as the B to the S to the T provide exposure to a construction business that's got 23 years of a proven track record and they've got natural resources that they get from mining and exploration projects you know when you are looking at projects that are tokenizing their assets you want to see how long have they been in business you know how long have they been securing these natural resources so 23 years at this they've got a forecasted worth of 4.3 billion us dollars in construction aggregates gold silver copper, zinc, all the precious metals. So their token raise is for the Blue Share security token. They are selling 80 million of them total over a 90-day period. That started May 6th. So if you want to check out the company, blueshare.io is the website to go read more, and we appreciate them being a sponsor for this show. BST, yeah, you know me. Hey, Travis, you survived the great crypto winter. I survived the great crypto winter. And I told you we need a T-shirt that says I survived the great crypto winter. And you are skilled. One of the skills you have stacked are design skills. And you sent to me an image that you created and we put it on a T-shirt. I was I think I might have bought the first one. Maybe you bought the first one. I don't know. But they're at Teespring. 
And it is a cool looking shirt that says, I survived the great crypto winter. And then on the back, on the neck, it's got a bad coin logo. That's true. You know, it was really interesting trying to set up the, the Teespring thing because I'm like, all right, I made a, a here's a man's shirt. Here's a woman's shirt. Here's a sticker. But whenever you put it all together, the the men's shirt, the woman's shirt, and the stickers all on the same page, which is weird. And so the, I, it's teespring.com slash shop slash crypto dash winter dash men, uh, or just go to the show notes and click on the link. The reason it says men is there is that because I, I thought I was setting up just the men's shirt, then I thought I was going to set up the women's, and then I thought I was going to set up the sticker, but I put it all in one place for some reason, so. Yeah, there's a pull down menu that you could pick the comfort tea, which is the men's, the die cut sticker or the women's classic tea. It comes in six different colors. And if you go to the show notes at badco.in forward slash 282, you will see the link to the shirt in case you didn't write down what the long URL that Mr. Travis Wright just gave you. And those are available for a limited time. We haven't done an official bad crypto shirt in quite a long time. And you'll want to wear this one proudly to demonstrate that you are a survivor. You can get a red one, which is the bad crypto colors, or you can get an orange one that's sort of like Bitcoin. Or a white one, or a couple of different blue ones. I like the light blue one. looks really good. Or the gray one. looks pretty nice. Great show with a couple of different Eric's for you today. And we're going to get it started as we welcome the CEO of Changely, Eric Benz, to the show. Travis, have you ever wanted to change out cryptos without having to go to an exchange? No, I'm against change. I like I like things to stay the way they are. Well, you know, sometimes like, you know, I'm I'm in a wallet and it's like I've got Bitcoin, but I want to, you know, buy something with Ethereum and I need to like, ah, I got to I got to swap this out. Yeah, and- you got to go make a trade to get your Ethereum, to go make your trade to get your other one and then you got two taxable events. But you don't have to do that now, Travis. There's, there's don't? There, oh, no, gosh. no, no, because there's various apps out there and one of them is called Changely. It's an instant crypto exchange. It allows you to exchange your crypto fast and buy it with a bank card. And it's like, so you could swap out one crypto for another real simple. And with us. Changely. (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Bowie. Uh, (laughs) Appreciate that. Bowie in space. So we have a guest with us, unless you want to just sing some more Bowie instead. I don't want to sing any more Bowie instead. Go ahead with the end of you. Well, we are fortunate to have with us the CEO of Changely, changely changely.com, spelled change, L-L-Y. His name is Eric Benz. He's had 10 years plus of experience working in and around fintech and built SaaS systems for some of the biggest institutions around payments, identity, and banking infrastructure. He's been in blockchain for a very long time. And he's with us here now, Mr. Eric Benz. Welcome to the land of bad cryptopia. It's a it's an absolute pleasure to join you, join you guys, and uh, you know, thanks for having me on the, the the bad podcast. I'm glad that you I'm glad you connect corrected yourself. You're about to call us gentlemen. You're like, it's yeah. nice to be with you, uh, guys. <laughs> yeah, you you, you bad fellas. <laughs> well, I, I, we've met we've met before, and and uh, you know, I, I I can definitely say that you definitely aren't gentlemen. So you know, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. ow, my my heart that hurts wow. just a little bit. <laughs> so that, was, that was a good interview. It was great chatting with you. Yeah. All right. See you later. No. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna change this interview, and instead we're gonna talk to uh, who are those other guys that uh, that do the, the swaps? 
Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be those other guys instead. It's, I actually yeah, would yeah. say the name if I could remember it at the moment. I'm shape shift. You forgot shape shift. Yes. We're going to shape shift you, Eric. <laughs> That's so rude, Mr. Joel Com. We got a nice guy, Eric, on here, but we're not gentlemen. See? He's, we're proving that we're not gentlemen here, see? You obviously don't want the options, and, and you don't want the, the, the full portfolio of, of what, what we have to offer. So, uh, you know. Ah, there we go. Okay, let's go oh, ahead, jump in. Tell sure. us, what is Changely? So, as we as you guys uh, rightly put it, uh, Changely is a swap platform um, that allows, you know, customers, users to um, be able to change their tokens to other tokens, um, wherever they find their value, uh, you know, they, they like to store it. Um, in, in that method, we obviously aggregate, um, a lot of the, the rates from different exchange partners that we work with in order to provide our users with the quickest, most efficient way in which to not only swap their crypto, but also buy their crypto. And, you know, we've been operating now going on four years. So we've been doing a great job and building a, a great, uh, you know, customer base, we're at, you know, 3 million plus users now um, on a monthly basis. And, uh, you know, we, we power a lot of the wallets as well with our, with our API and providing our partners the ability to also provide that functionality to, to their users um, as far as the swaps are concerned also. So the business is going very well and, and it's growing. We're, we're very excited with the direction that we're taking and, and the different um, services now that we're, we're kind of uh, putting out there for the public to, to consume. Oh, that's great. Now, you know, if you if you take a look at the website, changely.com, beautiful website, and and it's it's elegant in its simplicity, right? Your simple access to crypto. That's very handy. Fast and secure way to purchase or exchange 140 different cryptos. So let me ask you this. So the price of Bitcoin is this price on Coinbase. It's this price on HitBTC. It's this price on Bittrex. And it's this price on BitMEX. And it's this price over here and this price over there. How do you determine which ones are the right prices whenever you're going to changing? Them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, we obviously um, take the best market price for, for that token. Some tokens are listed on multiple exchanges. So we'll aggregate that price um, in terms of providing the user with, with the best price. Uh, you know, price possible. Um, other tokens are listed in in only one exchange. So, you know, depending on what that exchange rate is, you know, we'll be able to obviously provide the customer um, with that, you know, plus, plus a, a small markup, you know, for the transaction fee that we take. So obviously, all the fees are very transparent and visible. Uh, you know, it's basically, as you see the website, it's a very simple page that provides a, a, a widget-like functionality that, you know, you can obviously see that rate real time. And then, you know, you can lock in that rate um, in terms of purchasing that that crypto or swapping that crypto um, so you don't have to expose yourself to the, the fluctuating rates um, and the, the, the market pumps or the market dumps, really. So as I look at the website, I notice something that you don't see on a lot of crypto related sites, and that is that you can buy crypto with a visa. Uh, how does that like, you know, I've seen that on Coinbase, you know, you could buy crypto with credit card, sure. but a lot of exchanges don't permit that. And that's another thing you guys are doing to make frictionless purchasing of crypto a real thing. Yeah, obviously, you know, whenever providing um, better rails into this growing ecosystem, um, you have to go with what is most comfortable for, for a customer. And, you know, everybody... Well, let's not say everybody, but in the Western world, um, as we know it, 
Um, most everybody has a Visa or MasterCard. And, you know, it's been something that we've been providing now for the past couple of years. And, you know, that's something that we're actually building out and growing. As far as now, yes, we, we offer the ability to purchase crypto with your credit card or your debit card. But moving forward, you know, we will be doing some very exciting things to further increase the on-ramps as well as off-ramps from fiat into crypto as well as from crypto into fiat. And it is my belief, which is something that I've been focused on for the past few years now in this space, is the ability to provide better rails. And, you know, it's the only way that we're actually going to see that mass adoption come through is by, you know, increasing the amount of rails, both on the, both on the purchasing and, and as well as on the selling. Define exciting. You know, what you say is some exciting things. I'm curious, and you don't have to show your hand on what specifically you guys are doing, but five years from now, what should the, what should it look like for the consumer? Well, the consumer at the end of the day should be able to wake up and understand that, you know, they have control over their money. And, and when I say money, I mean, really what I mean is, is value. Anything that they hold is value. And they have full control over that. And the only way they're going to be able to do so is obviously by us changing the way in which the underlying infrastructure functions. From a consumer perspective and, and a user, you know, they obviously want to make sure that everything is just working, which is great. Um, but let's make it work as well as give them the ability to understand how they can handle their own, their own value, but yet, you know, keep it with 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 themselves as opposed to with a third party um as it as it works now so obviously making making the crypto ecosystem more consumer friendly um so that they obviously have those those options in which to not only enter but also grow and and take advantage of new exciting services that are, that are launching every single day yeah so I, you know, I'm curious. You have over 140 different cryptos already on your platform. How often do you add new ones, and what are the criteria to get new coins on your platform? Yeah, so we're adding, uh, you know, tokens all the time, and you know, there's there's obviously different types of criteria depending on the type of project that is presented to us. Um, you know, the way I mean, the way we work obviously is, you know, we need to make sure that. You know, that token is obviously listed on some of our exchange partners. We work very closely with them, um, which are listed on our website. And, you know, if the token is is trading with one of our exchange partners, then obviously that conversation and the ability to make sure that that token has visibility uh, through our platform and reaching our users um, is something that we obviously work very strongly at. And, and those relationships mean a lot. And, you know, that's why we have over a hundred and 50 different tokens on the platform now. Um, and that's growing, you know, every single week we're, we're adding. So I'd say if there's a project or people that are looking to be able to access our community and be represented there, then, you know, feel free to, to reach out because, you know, we love <coughs> bad coin. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's a perfect example. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's bad. It's beautiful. It's, it's fantastic. It's so bad. It's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so you'd be able to swap one Satoshi 
for a bad coin, right? Because that's what one bad coin <laughs> is worth right now is uh, is one whole Satoshi. I am scrolling through the list, though, and it, it is, you know, fairly comprehensive. Um, there's definitely a lot of cryptos out here and people, uh, you know, like you and what you're doing. I don't want to sound too much like a, a commercial here for uh, for Changely, but it does appear that you guys are doing some stuff right and people dig it. Thank you. Yeah, we've we've worked, you know, extremely hard to make the process of not only buying crypto, but, you know, changing between cryptos as efficient and and frictionless as possible, both for the customer as well as for our um, partners. So, you know, that's a very important um, thing for us and something that we're we're completely focused on. That's why any new service or feature that we introduce within the platform has to be completely efficient, uh, able to be integrated within the consumer mindset and, and flow of how they, you know, typically were do business. Um, but if you really, if you look at how we, we operate, it's very similar to, you know, the swap functionality in crypto is very similar to, um, the, the Forex, uh, type of, you know, you're changing from dollars to euros or from pounds to, 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 you know, Durham or whatever it might be. And at the end of the day, what we're doing at Changely is really providing a forex for crypto tokens and, and and crypto assets. Well, I've used it in the Engine wallet specifically, uh, uh-huh. which which is a really cool wallet. I've been uh, into Engine Coin for a long time, and you know was really pleasantly surprised when I discovered that they're about way more than just their own token. It's a full exchange. And so when Engine was, uh, I sold, well, I swapped out because I go into the wallet on Engine and it allows me to pick from a few different ways to swap out. But the first ones I see are Changely Dynamic and Changely Fixed. And I can swap, um, you know, into any number. There's a ton of tokens. I guess all the ones that you guys support are in here. So what's the difference uh, between picking Changely Dynamic and Changely fixed? Well, it's a really good question. And, you know, the fix, the, we, we encourage our, our partners and, and Engine, by the way, is a fantastic example of a great partner of ours and, and love what they do. Um, so that's something that, you know, is great to hear from, from yourself. You know, so so the, the, the fixed API that we provide obviously gives, puts the risk on us as a business, you know, so what we're doing is we're actually locking in a rate, a fixed rate for that transaction so that the customer is not exposed to any volatility um, in the market. So if you obviously take that fixed rate, then, you know, you're agreeing to a price that you're obviously, you know, in for a transaction that's actually going to take place as opposed to the float, um, to, you know, which is obviously a bit cheaper because, you know, there is less risk for us. Um, but the user at the end of the day has more exposure to potential um, volatility in the market. I, I, I have a question around. So I'm looking at your site here and it talks about how, you know, this is, you guys are powered by Simplex. What is, what is your partnership with Simplex and what is, what are, what components do they do? Sure. Yeah. Simplex is a fantastic example of a partner really doing a great job for the ecosystem. They are the ones providing um, some of our fiat to crypto functionality. So we use Simplex for some of our acquiring um, when it comes down to users using their cards for the purchase of crypto. And obviously with, with Simplex itself, um, you know, they 
have built a fantastic business, which, you know, you know, they work with lots of different partners in, in the, in the space. Um, so we really value the relationship and, um, and, and like the direction they're taking in terms of how they work and what their team consists of and, and the objectives that they have overall long-term. So let's uh, actually set the Wayback Machine some years back. I'm curious, how did you go down the crypto rabbit hole, Eric? Huh. So, um, you know, I was in payments for, for a long time in gaming specifically and, and high-risk processing and, you know, really kind of exploring the, the, the new world, as they, as they called it, when it came down to um, mobile payments. And this was back in 2005, 2004, 2005. You know, after working there for a few years, and this was now going on 2011, 2012, you know, basically I was approached by uh, a now friend of mine and he said, you know, hey, listen, we'd, we'd love to come up with some solution that would allow us to um, load our e-wallet. And at the time, I had no idea what, what they were doing, but we started a, a business and I was working with a business that obviously had a partnership with MoneyGram in the U.S. at the time, and so we became the the, the largest cash to Bitcoin network in America, um, and this was in 2012. And I then carried that model here to the UK and opened that with 25,000 locations. And then, come 2013, with the attention and and Bitcoin gaining some some momentum uh, as far as the, the the price, and at that time we're at that time we're talking a hundred and thirty dollars, right? The, the the model was obviously you know switched off, but that kind of really opened my eyes to what was happening. And then being here in the UK and being part of the fintech revolution for so many years, um, and really helping instill the 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 actual um, overall uh, innovation ecosystem that that exists here. Uh, you know, it really became a natural fit for me to to really dive head in and and start working with some of the early companies um, to help both with banking services as well as you know um, partnerships and and also you know starting my own businesses and and you know developing relationships myself. So you know, over time, you you tend to to grow and and fit into different gaps and 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 uh, it's been a fantastic process and and i'm i'm very excited for what's to come mm. so you don't have a you don't have a british accent so i assume that you moved to london once upon a time yeah yeah i mean if i had a british accent i'd probably never get any work done number one um but i i decide i wait why well why? The, the work ethic in the uk i mean they they really and this is no harm to any any of the british audience listening i, I love you to death it's great I, I love going to the pubs for meetings at three fantastic but <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's something to where you become much, you know, it's, it's people listen more, uh, I feel. And it's, it's nice being in a, in a different market, uh, especially carrying my American accent. Um, but I am a full blown British citizen. I, I've pledged my allegiance to Her Majesty. Um, and, and I'm very happy to be here. Very cool. So tell us a little bit about the about the the fintech space over there, because, you know, it's for for us here in the U.S., you know, it doesn't seem the, the London's not necessarily on our radar as much as maybe Singapore or Switzerland or Malta or Gibraltar or some of these other ones. So what is it what's going on over there in London with the fintech community? Well, I'm glad you guys asked that. Um, you know, the the actual community here is is thriving. 
Uh, as, as much as people want to discredit the UK for all the other stuff going on as far as Brexit is concerned or what have you, the market here is, is booming. And it's booming with technology. Um, and this is something that the city of London started uh, to, to do uh, probably, I'd say, you know, really started pushing this about 10, 10 years ago or more. And, you know, they've really invested a lot of money and a lot of time, both from the regulatory side of things, as well as the technology side of things, and, you know, around the, the, the overall infrastructure, you know, uh, in order to promote innovation, and especially around technology, and how technology can, can transform the customer and, and the corporate's overall experience. And so um, I've been here now, what, 16 years, and you know, it's uh, it's been a huge transformative uh, industry for this country, and it's just continuing to grow. I mean, you have some phenomenal businesses that started here. I mean, I remember, you know, op- helping uh, at, at the beginning when Level Thirty Nine first opened, uh, which is the largest, uh, you know, financial technology innovation center here. And you know, you're talking about having offices of the Revoluts and the eToros, and you know, all these great companies who who really started making a home for themselves and it, and it just hasn't stopped. So mass adoption is really, you know, the thing that we all keep looking for in making it frictionless for people to get involved. You know, if you were to compare this to the web and the internet, which is really the the uh, analogy that we like to use so much because it's the one that's nearest to us, you know, web got started in the early nineties and now it's ubiquitous. What year do you think we are in, in relation to, you know, web development in terms of crypto and adoption? 1998. Ooh, you were going to say six and then you jumped to right. eight. What right. in your for, mind? Because I know what like happened. Obvious then. reason. Yeah, I uh, so I know what happened there between 1996-1998 is when Jeff Bezos started selling books out of his garage, right? And mm-hmm. people laughed at mm-hmm. him. So do you, does that mean you think we're at the the phase that people are going <laughs> uh you people in your bitcoin? I think I think we were at that phase. I think that, you know, we had the 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 laughing moment, we we've had the crying moment and, you know, obviously now we're we're having the aha moment. In that aha period, you have a lot of still skeptics and people who, um, you know, they'll, they'll still be like, oh, this is nothing. This is this. But, you know, those are the people that obviously are, are saying, oh, shit, I, I wish I, you know, got involved earlier. But at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're at the, the very, very, very beginning stages of people just going, aha, okay, this is obviously something that I need to be paying attention to now. And, and it's really that it's, 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 it's a great talking point and it's a great way to still engage an audience. And, you know, people are, are starting to listen more and people are getting smarter and the technology, you know, what is getting better. You see, um, a lot of the more user friendly apps or dApps, you know, being launched that actually are using blockchain and, and crypto, but yet the customers don't even know. So, you know, this process, uh, it, it, it reminds me of the transition from, you know, from, I guess, in, in uh, payments land when, you know, we were struggling with different uh, technologies in terms of building those, the mobile wallets and how, 
we did database structures and, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, it's, it's really, it's very similar because of the, the, the need for technology, the, the technology to, to be better and, and faster, more efficient. And, you know, this is exactly the same process and the same cycle that happens every single period that we've witnessed, um, a technical evolution you know and and uh we're going through that at the moment and the interesting thing about that is the fact that it's more than just technology right now it's it's really changing a a, a mindset and redefining what we relate to as as money and money is a as you know it's a fad yeah they're they're tulips mm-hmm. yeah it's tulips mm-hmm <laughs> Never going to happen. <laughs> exactly. But at the end of the day, it's a fad. Yeah, it's a fad. It's a fad. It'll never happen. I, I, I've been hearing that for seven years. I have a, I have a, a big headache as a result, but you know, I keep powering through and uh, you know, it's, it's, it's something that I keep saying and I've been saying it since 2011, you know, money is the most important thing for everybody. And at the end of the day, changing people's definition and how they relate to their money is probably one of the most difficult things that we're going to end up doing. But, you know, after 2000 years, uh, we need to, we need to start (laughs) and, and we've done that and we need to continue pushing that because money is, is not what we've been led to believe it's, it's, it's more, it's much, much more. And, and we need to unlock a lot of value. And the way to unlock value is, is with blockchain and with, with crypto. And a lot of people seem to think that the paper dollars, the fiat currency, that's real money where they don't really understand the system and how that it's set up against us. Right. And, and it's set up for the bankers to win right. and not right. for us. And it's so interesting that uh, once people get it and they understand the decentralization and they start understanding blockchain and they go, wait a second, this does. Uh, this is a much better way. And like, yeah, it is, huh? Good stuff. So let me ask you this before we wrap up here. What are some of the wallets that uh, that you guys are that you guys function in? If somebody wanted to use Changely, how do they do that? Do they just go to the website? Do they have to use one of these wallets? Do they have to do it through one of the exchanges? How does it work? Come to Changely.com. And if you have Bitcoin or you have Ether or you have XRP or you have... Litecoin or whatever crypto and you want to swap that into a stable coin or any other token, then, you know, go do so. If you are a, a, a newcomer, then it's a super simple process of using your, your credit card or debit card and buying that crypto. So, you know, feel free to, to check us out and, um, any, you know, any, anybody can use it. Even my grandma uses it. So, um, we've, we've really tried to make this a, a very simplistic, uh, process both for our customers as well as our partners. And David Bowie would use it where he's still with us, right? Chit, 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 change, lay. Because that's what he would do. <laughs> I would think so. All right. That's ground control to Major Tom right there. I'll just uh, leave that right where it was and thank Eric Benz for joining. <laughs> joining? Thanks for joining us today here on Chit Changely. <laughs> it's been a joining time. I've got all the words that I'm using today. Changely.com. Thanks, Eric. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Keep bad. You know, we've been trying to get Eric Voorhees, another Eric of Changely's competitor, Shapeshift, on the show. And so far, Eric has said no. I, I, I don't know if he was just busy or he doesn't like us, but um, he said no. Years. He said no at East Denver. 
And he said no at Bitcoin 2019. And and uh, so we're going to I'm going to say no to him. He can't come on the show. Sorry. Well, everybody. I actually so I, I stopped by the Shapeshift booth and I talked to one of the the uh, the ladies there at the booth. And I said, you know, we've we've wanted to cover Shapeshift. And uh, and I said to tell Eric, this is his last chance. <laughs> yeah. So I, I you know, I, it doesn't matter. So he he's he said no. And uh, that's Nick a bunch of shift, if you ask me. <laughs> Nick Zabo said no, but Eric Ben said yes, and so Changely.com, check it out for swapping your cryptos. Way, okay, we've got, way, be- way better than Shapeshift. We've got another Eric <laughs> that did say yes to the show, and he is from Nazgo. Yo, 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 don't you know? And this is a crypto spotlight brought to you courtesy of Travis and Joe's. The Nazgo, the GoDaddy of blockchain. Yeah, that's how they're they're building themselves. This is a really fascinating project. We think you guys are going to like this. Again, this is a crypto spotlight. After vetting this project, we determined that, yep, Nazgo, we are good with you compensating us for this interview. So we're not making any recommendations that you purchase anything. Go do your own due diligence. We're not financial advisors. Just wanted to let you know that this is a paid interview because we like to be fully transparent with you guys so you could see right through us. You can even see our intestines if you look closely. Transparency. What a novel idea. Here's Nazgo. You want to get your own blockchain going? You want to get your own token going? You want to launch your own digital assets? Well, just like um, it used to be really difficult to create your own website, you had to do HTML, but eventually we got front page and all kinds of website builders. Now we're seeing tools spring up that help you tokenize your company with no coding required. And with us today, we have the co-founder of Nasgo, Mr. Eric Tippets is in the house, Hello. the website, nasgo.com, N-A-S-G-O. And Eric, welcome to Bad Crypto. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Look forward to Nasgo, it. let's go. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Don't Nasgo. you know? Let's go, Nasgo. Perfect. <laughs> uh, your website talks about innovation without complication. And, and when I see innovation, I'm like, uh, somebody has, saw a problem out there in the marketplace and they wanted to solve it. So let's talk about the problem first. What did you guys see out there that you thought we need an ASGO this is? Yeah, that's right. Well, and that's that you bring up exactly the right point, which is we're not a bunch of developers that develop something looking for a problem. We, uh, my partner and I uh, created a micro lending site in China in 2015. And when we launched it, you know, we didn't really know what we were doing. We were just right place, right time. Crowdfunding the China government was all behind. We launched it, hit 3.5 million Chinese and 3 billion USD in revenues within six months. Why are you hitting all those so, Chinese? They didn't do anything to you. I know. You know, we were hugging them. Hugging that's them, just them. China abuse right there. That's, that's right. And we, you know, it, but it broke traditional infrastructure of what we know today. Uh, we were getting, we were getting, you know, hacked nine times. We were getting bank accounts shut down at least weekly because they thought we were money laundering because we were growing so fast. So, and then we realized 
there were so many restrictions as far as what we could do and what we couldn't that we started to rethink, you know, how do we create our own ecosystem? How do we make it to where people can actually collaborate together and, uh, and make it to where entrepreneurs can actually, can actually, you know, communicate? How do you actually uh, transact and sell something if I'm, you know, 75% of the world's underbanked? So if I don't have a bank account, how am I actually going to even get in the game? How do I actually get in and, you know, be able to sell something transact, even though I might have a great product and service. So that's really the problem that we saw was, you know, firewalls, uh, hacking, security, a, a global currency, something to where, you know, I, I have so many people here in the US that say, man, get me over in front of the China community. Well, their website's blocked. You know, I go over to China, I can't even get on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn. Any of these, they're all blocked. So you kind of, you've got this separation where, you know, humanity, why is that? So why, why can I, I not go and communicate and transact with somebody in China? So we look at this as something that, hey, we created a new playground, a new sandbox. We want to, you know, really enable and be a voice for underdogs, you know, entrepreneurs around the world. And we built an infrastructure to do that. I have to, I have to mention this because I think this is fascinating and it kind of ties in. So it's like you guys, your decentralized network, you guys are allowing people to conduct global e-commerce with your technology. It's, it's essentially allowing publishers and developers to connect with, with all this different global community of potential customers. And I find that's interesting. I wrote a book called Digital Sense, which is all about, you know, customer experience and making sure that your customers, you know, are able, it's more seamless. You got to have digital sense within your business, right? You got to have, have social business strategy and you got to use these different technologies to help make life better. It actually just got translated. This, it got translated and it went live this week in China. This paid crypto spotlight edition brought to you by Mr. Travis Wright. Yeah, digital, digital sense. Digital sense. Well, actually, you guys are actually helping people, have, helping companies have digital sense. In the blockchain sense that, of the word, that, I love it. I think there's a there's a cool tie in there. You 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 just hit exactly. Our focus is content creators and giving them the tools. And you know anybody that wants to, you know, I've got a product or service, or I've got something that I want to share, and I want people to connect with me. I want to do it globally. And how do I transact? Like here, you know, I, I don't take WePay or AliPay or Union Bank which is what everybody uses in China. But yet they have that. They don't really use Visa MasterCard. So here we have a massive gap. So if you step up above that and say, let's create a, a global currency, something to where everyone from Southeast Asia to India to Europe to US, all around the Latin America, all around the world can step into and we all play together. To me, what you're really doing is getting out of the Hey, it's only for the wealthy and getting down into the real economies, which are small businesses. Entrepreneurs are what fuel every economy. So why are you sitting here making it so hard for, you know, the fuel of economies to transact, to actually do business? Yeah. We, we wanted to get away from developer sense, like developers, like that's just, that's, we have developers, but that's not who Steve, my partner and I are. We're entrepreneurs, and that's that's really how we built this to make it very simple for entrepreneurs. Well, let's let's break it down here. Then, what can entrepreneurs do with Nasco? 
Well, here's a great example because it just launched today. So Jafar Jackson, Michael Jackson's nephew, uh, Jermaine Jackson's son, he was he was eight years old when Michael Jackson uh, died. He, you know, here's this young artist that's an underdog. You know, the world with what happened with Michael Jackson is going, man, you know, the Jackson, you know, he, he, he was a kid. He had nothing. He knew his uncle. But then so now he's got this Jackson name behind him and he's got so much pressure going on. And the music labels were coming at him. And he said, I don't want to go that direction and get into the machine. I want to do this myself. I want to have control. So he came across Nazgo and said, I'd love to connect with you guys and create a token that I can go connect directly to my fans and followers and, ha- and have them pre-buy experiences. So using his Juicy token, he funded his album. So through his fans and followers, they could pre-buy his album, his tour, VIP events. I even has to where you can come in and watch him record some of his songs. He even had it to where you could come play golf with him. He loves to play golf. So here's an entrepreneur, a content you know, creator, has been posting on you know Instagram and Facebook and all of that. He doesn't monetize it. Facebook and Instagram do. So, you know, he's the one producing the content, can't monetize it. Here we come and say, hey, I can tokenize you in less than two minutes. So you've got your tokens now and you never had to write a single line of code. I can now make it to where I can put those tokens into our Vapor app, which is a social media and augmented reality uh, app that gamifies people so he can go on. He can shoot a video, put it on there. Let, uh, you know, the first 10 seconds of a play, then it locks it, grays it out. Then he can go take that just like a Pokemon Go. He can go pin it and put that content right into Shanghai, right into China in less than, you know, 10 seconds. And now everyone using the AR can actually see his music spinning in the air and click on it, buy his tokens and get access to his content. So in a... In, I mean, literally in five minutes, he's not only got tokens, he's actually distributed tokens out and connected with his fans and followers to connect in with him, start to gamify his experiences and playing with his audience. You know, as we talked, he said, what happened to fan clubs? Like where you had experiences with fans. I want to get back to that. And I want to make it to where I can... I can start to incentivize my audience to come play with me. I want to do scavenger hunts where I place content all over the world. And if you go find content, you know, you get free access to my VIP tour or VIP uh, experiences that I'm doing. You want to make fans great again. It, well, it's, they should be. That's exactly right. It's not using them. It's actually connecting and collaborating with your fans. They're the ones supporting you. So why are you, why is this massive disconnect between my fans are here, Instagram is here, whatever platform is here, and then you have the artist. But yet the, I mean, all these artists and all these social influencers have millions of fans and followers, but work three jobs. There's something wrong there. The, you know, something's breaking down. If you have the content people may not making money, but the platforms are, and the fans and followers are paying but the content creators are broke. Like, come on. 
That's true. A lot of people just put out content just because they put it out for free because they leverage that because that can turn into more fans down the road. And so a lot of times people are creating this content for absolutely free. You're giving influencers and content creators a way to monetize their fan base currently and keep their fans together. And I think that's definitely needed. Yep. It's so between Nazgo is a quick way to tokenize, create your digital asset that you can start incentivizing and playing with your fans and followers. You got Vapor that makes it very simple. I can create content, do a picture. I can go and say it's free to view and I'll even give you five of my tokens or one of my tokens or 10 of my tokens to review the content. So I get I get tokens in your wallet right in Vapor. Now you can come onto my website or you can come meet in person at the meet and greet. You just click open the app, do the scan QR code, scan the QR, and the tokens go right into my wallet. You, you walk in the door. We also built Amico, which is a merchant account, all using the top 300 digital currencies for any small business. So now instead of merchant accounts that have high merchant fees, you know, very hard to get a merchant account, you instantly can get a merchant account and you've got the fee is 0.01 NSG, which is our, our NASCO token, which is about a penny. So instead of 3%, it's a penny. And it doesn't matter what size transaction, it's a penny. And so anybody can get in. And when you do do a transaction, it actually puts them in the Amico communication app. So now it's like building a database of all my users. I can now communicate with them right within the app that is actually... Uh, and I can do groups, I can do video channels, everything and right within the app, along with the merchant account that I'm transacting with. Yeah, so I'm looking at your website here and you have, you know, you're talking about the NASGO network and you talk about your main chain that hosts the NSG currency and then which which is going to provide a hub for future side chains. So developers are going to be able to basically create and customize their own side chain system or their own database consensus algorithm trading mode and account architecture why is that important and how have you how have you built that in for and who's going to utilize these side chains great question so you know really the we built the blockchain to make it very simple for anybody to build their own blockchain so what we created is think of it as a spine is our main chain. Then we've got peg side chains. Think of these as ribs that come off the main chain. So every side chain essentially is their own blockchain, is their own main chain. What that does is number one, it makes scalability. It makes it to where instead of being one chain and it becomes chain heavy, meaning you know the more the more companies that come on and build on your blockchain, just becomes a longer chain. It's become that's why. Do you remember when Bitcoin was going crazy? Like you'd send a Bitcoin or send an Ethereum, and it took eleven days. It's because it the scalability it was so long. This makes it to where anytime a side chain, they only transact through their side chain. It doesn't go through your whole ecosystem. It's just their side chain. And so it makes it to where they're really autonomous. They are, you know, they just come connect to a, a decentralized platform. You know, I think we've got the simplest code for developers to make it very simple for them to come and build on NASGO. You know, we had to launch on the exchanges to, uh, to make it to where developers would want to come over and build on our open platform. 
and uh, and really see you know the value of Nazca. Excellent. Well, Eric, as we get ready to finish up here, let's talk a little bit about the native token, which is the NSG token. How is it used, and how do people get it? So, you know, the NSG. There's a. Let me explain the utility of it. So, when a company comes on, or a you know a, a artist comes on, and when I said Jafar tokenized his Jusic token. So he had to buy 600 NSGs and that creates the company. So create, so just like think of the internet. So I have to go into GoDaddy and I, I need to buy a domain name. So just like that, you come onto the Nazgul blockchain and you buy your domain name on the blockchain. Then you've got to create your digital asset. So that's another 100 NSGs that you pay. So it's 700 NSGs that, that, is provided. Then every trends, every time there's a, just like the fuel, like Ethereum, you know, you've got your gas. NSG is used anytime there's a transfer of, of, uh, of products and services of digital currency on the platform on, in, on either Amico or uh, the Nazgul. And to be clear, this is not MSG that goes in your Chinese food. This is NSG. No. <laughs> That's right. So NSG. Uh, we launched on Bitforex in uh, February of 2019. You know, you go look at most, you know, tokens, they, you know, come out, launch, shoot up and crash. We're actually super excited for, uh, you know, we have a small community. We didn't do an ICO. This is all self-funded. We built it, you know, to solve our own issues and kind of went out into the market and the developers. It's, it started at seven cents. It's at about 90 cents now. We, we love the volume, you know, it's about 15 million to 20 million per day. And we're starting to find that more and more companies are really jumping on. We just had Dollar Store that just uh, tokenized 2,500 of their franchise stores. All, all in the Nazgo, they all are using each of our apps. We've got artists that are coming, I would say, you know, as soon as we wanted to get Jafar launched, we probably have a hundred artists that we're going to be launching onto the platform. We just had a casino out of Cambodia back supported by the government that uh, I fly to Cambodia today to go close another deal with a big energy company there in Cambodia. So we're starting to find that the digital currency blockchain world, as far as the open and transparency is, I mean, we're seeing it with, you know, Facebook, their Libra token, the blockchain. Um, supply chain management, banking. We really are, our lane is entrepreneurs. You know, we, we don't, even when the, you know, typically the big companies come to us, I typically don't even meet with them just because, you know, I'm not in the Ethereum and, and Ripple world. I stay in our lane, which is small business, media, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, the underdogs that we really serve make it very simple to get in the game make it very simple for them to transact and utilize their tokens with their community, reward, incentivize. And, uh, and NSG, the fuel is just utilized by all of these all of these companies. There you go. Nasgo.com, launch your business. You guys can check it out. And uh, Eric Tippett's co-founder, along with Stephen Zhang, we appreciate you coming on the show and best of future with your uh, project. Super appreciate it. And just like that, it Naz went. Mm, Naz gone.
<laughs> it's Naz Gone with the Wind. <laughs> Check it out, nazgo.com. And we've actually had some follow-up conversations with Eric because we like this project and, and frankly, we would like to work with them. So we'll keep you posted to see if that is uh, something that's going to take place or not. And you'll know it will if we have them back on the show again. Mm-hmm. That'll be a clue. You know, it's, it's, you know, I, you know, we've seen so many projects, Mr. Jokom. This one, one that was really sort of captivating because of so many things that it could do and can do and might do. So keep an eye on it is what I would say. Both eyes even. Maybe, yeah. Maybe just half an eye. Just kind of do a squinty eye at it. Well, it depends. You know, if you have both of your eyes, keep both eyes on it. If you have one eye, you're like, uh, you know, that congressman. Mm-hmm. What's his name? That's yeah. got that badass dude that's mm-hmm. got one eye. And if if you have your eyes, but they don't work anymore because you're blind, uh, we're glad that you could listen to the show still. And we're glad that you're here, whether you have eyesight or keep your eyes focused anywhere or not. Mm-hmm. We're not eyeist here at Bad Crypto. That's true. Or is it is it visionist? We're, we're, we're visionistas. Big fan. <laughs> You're some sort of Easter. <laughs> I'm not a Sandinista, whatever that is. You like to play in the sand. Something like that. Thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate it. Make sure as the prices of crypto begin rallying again, you're going to have friends that are going to come to you and they're going to be, could you explain this crypto thing to me again? They're going to come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. and why not get them started on bad crypto? In fact, we have a couple resources that are set up to make it super easy to introduce crypto to your friends. And what we've done is we've compiled a list of 10 episodes that are kind of the basics for getting started. That's not so true. That's not true. I in. compiled them. <laughs> that that is true apparently now we are independent of one another so we haven't we haven't done anything travis has done it all and if you go to badcode.in forward slash basics then you could just link that to them and say hey here's where you get started and if they go listen to those episodes in the order that we've done it they're going to have a really good feel rather than just kind of jumping in mm-hmm. you know anywhere and going i don't know what's going on yeah cuz it's like episode 232 episode 1 episode 2 episode 4 episode 7 and so it's it, it spots it around it hits those ones that really you know, you need to know where we talked about the basics. We talked about how mining works. We talk about how wallets work. We talk about how security works. We talk about private keys. <clears throat> we help describe blockchain. We describe Ethereum. We talk about all that stuff. And it just gives people a great overview. If they listen to those 10 episodes, they're really caught up to speed. It's really, we probably should redo those and, and make that some sort of like, um, you know, Udemy course or something, Mr. Jokom. And also, Mr. Travis, right, we have compiled the Bad Crypto Bitcoin Starter Guide. It's called What You Need to Know About Blockchain, Cryptocurrency, and the Future of Money. It is a 19-page report that anybody can download for free. And if you go to badcode.in forward slash guide, you can have access to that right now. You don't have to put in a name or email, any of that. You just go grab it, download it, read it, share it. It's uh, it, it that's why it's there. It's there for the taking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's a nineteen. Pa- it's not a nineteen-page report. It's a nineteen-page guide. That's very important because the URL. Just, that's the only reason. We always think we always think it's report. We're like report, and that was the James Altucher report. I think back from episode forty or something. That one. That one no longer is exists. That's gone. We need to get James back on the show at some point. Yeah, maybe we should. 
Sounds a good idea. You know, I ran into Jimmy Song at um, Bitcoin 2019, and he'd like to come back on uh, for for a song. Mm-hmm. He's going to come sing. I'm sure he never Perfect. hears that. Perfect. Yeah, and Max Kaiser, who you know, shred my twenty dollar bill. If you saw the video in the Bad Crypto Mastermind from the last episode, he's agreed to come back on. I told him it'll cost him twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Love to have you, Max. PayPal, PayPal, he Venmo. Doesn't, he doesn't believe in uh, you know in uh, fiat at all, and totally understand. Dude, I mean, seriously, he got in on Bitcoin in 2010. So I remember listening to him in 2008. 2009 really talking about stacking up gold stacking up gold and silver and then i so i stacked up lots of gold and silver but then i stopped paying attention to max kaiser and didn't hear all of his bitcoin recommendations i really wish i had gotten in on it when it was 10 20 25 100 dollars 200 dollars 1000 dollars 2500 i wish i got in when it was 7000 dollars maybe got in when it was 10000 dollars you could you that was just last week that's true that was just last week. Well, it's a good time to be alive, folks. And it looks like crypto is now fully in the summer. We're watching for the next bull run and hope that that indeed does happen soon. We're glad that you listen. Please do share the podcast with others and uh, call us. It's been a long time since we've heard from you. And the Bad Crypto Hotline gets lonely. So why not just call us, uh, ask questions, give us compliments, criticize us, or just tell us to stay bad. What's the phone number, Trev? Call me. I'm alive. You can call me any, any time, except at night when I'm sleeping. The number. It's been a while since we've mentioned the number. The number is 708-885-9030. That number again, 708-885-9030. Operators are standing by. Not really. It's a voicemail. I don't know what happened to Crypto Furious, but it would be great to hear from him again. I'm a little Crypto Furious. <laughs> so, Furious, if you're out there, then uh, then give us a call and tell us to stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.